Howdy, everybody out there. This is Big Beefin'. This is JP, and I am one-third of that Big Beefin' show. This is Aaron Rollins. What's doing, boy? Now, you may be asking, what is Big Beefin'? Well, the answer is quite simple. Big Beefin' is... That's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> you stop listening halfway through. I knew you were podcasting. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's his goddamn yard, and he put the property tax on a damn thing. And he said, wait a minute, Rollins. You got to be smarter than a fucking average bear. And I looked at him. I said, that goes both ways, buddy. And he kept talking. I just left. <laughs> average bear. That's a, that's a yogi. Yogi bear, right? Isn't that... It's a Yogi Bear reference, but that's not the fucking point, man. There, the, there, there's dark matter. Is there light matter? Well, that would just be normal matter. Like all uh, all of our normal matter would be the stuff that's not dark matter or dark energy. Uh, um, in quantum in quantum physics, and this is going to be a fucking terrible description of quantum physics. But you know how you know how you have a light switch. You have a light switch. Yeah. So quantum physics is basically if your light switch was on and off at the same time. What the fuck? That's quantum physics. So that's bullshit. If, Aaron, are you okay? Did, didn't you tell that one yesterday? I just told that one yesterday. Like, Aaron, are you okay? That he states that Bigfoot is there in plain sight. You just choose not to see him. <laughs> that's not what I meant, damn it. Fuck you. Never mind. Never fucking mind, John. You don't want to fucking walk your fat ass and don't walk. There you go. See? That is. <laughs> no. Uh, no beat to drop. So let's get right to this. Hello, my name is JP. No need for no MC. I've been keeping it real since 1983. <laughs> just, just enjoy the show. You in your car? Huh? You in your car? Yeah. What are you doing, driving? What the fuck you think I'm doing if in my car? I don't know. I don't know what you're doing in there. I'm driving. <laughs> Where are you driving to? I just left Corsicana. What are you doing over there? Minding my own fucking business. How'd that go? <laughs> There's this thing called the uh, Oakwood Odyssey that the um, IOOF and the Corsicana Public Library and this Geniality place puts on every year. And they asked me to, uh, to be a volunteer. And so I just came from finishing that. So um, I'll be here Saturday as well. So, um, John, I don't know. Have you listened to uh, Aaron's podcast, Jenny? I, I listen to bits and pieces, and I ain't got a chance to sit down really and listen to it. I don't get, I don't you get just don't want to. You ain't got to lie, man. You don't want to do it. Don't I, I don't get time like y'all do to listen to it at work. I don't get time to. You know? I don't listen to the podcast at all. Uh, I put my cream out there, and I, and I go about my day. Yeah, I usually don't listen to it at work either. I listen to it on the way to work. Hmm. Or on the way home from work, but it's the only time I listen to it. Nah, I don't listen to it at all. But why, why are you asking, Shane? Well, I was just asking him if he'd heard the interview that you, the interviews that you've done. <laughs> bringing those up specifically. Well, I also uh, recorded the performance that we had tonight. So, John, let me tell you about Aaron's interview uh, structure. <laughs> yeah, of course you're going to do it. <laughs> you know, most people, when they do an interview for something like this, uh, 
you know, usually give them a little heads up, tell them what you want to talk about. An introduction is what it is. You talk, talk about, about the, you lay out what the what you know what your background is, what what kind what your audience normally is, you know what your what's your goal or your mission or what you're trying to do, and uh, see what Aaron his approach though uh, is he just he goes up and talks to you and he puts his phone in his pocket and hits record and then has a conversation. It wasn't in my pocket. It wasn't in my pocket. Saying that now, it wasn't in my pocket. I mean, it might as well have been. Shit. Nope. But it wasn't. Well, where was it? <laughs> there is a, um, like a, a bookshelf. What do you call those desks that have, not desks, what do you call those uh, cabinets that have like a headboard against the back of them? You know what I'm talking about? Like a vanity? Okay. It was kind of like that. And I just set it on top of that that desk, that surface area. Out of view. No, it was right <laughs> next to me. And, and, and turned upside down. What, what do you, you mean? Well, you don't you don't have to leave the screen on. So no, I I didn't just leave the screen on sitting there showing him that I'm recording. So what my point is is that Aaron chose to do podcasts on people that they don't know they're being recorded, and he, you identify them by name. And they have no idea. That yeah, that's, a, that's not such a bad thing. Yeah, you, have, you can't just put people's shit out there without asking them first. <laughs> well, but I guess you're banking on the fact that nobody they'll never hear it. So, you know. Yeah, Walter's Walter's 80-something years old, man. He ain't going to listen to that crap. What about the poet lady? Oh, I let him know that I recorded it. All right. So. She doesn't mind. I even asked her. I said, hey, you mind if I record this? And she didn't care. She was happy. She's going to get publicity, man. All right. She's a veteran like me, so we, we have a common under uh, common ground. Well, anyway. She's more like uh, Yeah, yeah. whatever. Shane's just trying to undermine me right now because I don't do things the way he does. No, I'm just saying, John, if you want to listen to true podcast confessions, tune in to Aaron's show because I don't you. have a fucking clue what's going on. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll listen to the next one, hopefully, tomorrow. Gotcha. Um. All right, so tonight's topic, I kind of wanted to get into this issue that's been going around a lot. It's just something I've been seeing, and we've talked about it before, but, you know, we kind of we kind of, what is it? kind of stray off, and then we get back on, and, uh, well, I want to talk about what is now known, what we used to call it back in the day a different term, but they now call it uh, artificial general intelligence, AI. What, what, what we, my whole life, it's been known as AI, and then at some point in the last two years they decided it needed to be called AGI because AI is just too generic as a term so specified to AGI. I have not heard that. You haven't heard of AGI? Correct. Okay. Yeah, every every podcast I listened to this week talking about artificial intelligence, they all referred to what we think is artificial intelligence like thinking robots. They refer to it as AGI, did, Artificial General Intelligence. Did they, do, did they do that just to make it sound more important, or they do it just to bring it back, or what? You know how people are. I mean, they always got to fuck. They always got to add some extra shit to it. You know, I mean, okay, these guys are obviously smart people. They're that's just their field. But the problem is, I think I think what it really boils down to is marketing. I think marketing executives that were in charge of you know these technology companies said, okay, what is the strict definition of AI? Well, a machine that can think. And if you program a complicated algorithm enough, 
you can simulate thinking or processing. And so from there, they said, okay, well, that is a form of intelligence. So it's artificial intelligence. That's not what, that's not the, that's not the T-800, you know, it's not, you know, a giant fucking Austrian with an endoskeleton walking around, you know. Hmm. So. Hey, uh, I, I didn't, I don't think the Terminator is what you'd call AI. Right. Yeah, I mean, is, is he? What would we call him that? Or what would we, what would we He's say? just a robot. Yeah, he, he didn't really, he had a program, but he only had one program was to kill John Connor. He didn't really was thinking that's well, the box. Remember when they sent him back in number two, uh, he had a special chip implanted that let him learn from humans. Okay, correct. Now, that, yes. That, yes. that doesn't necessarily mean that he had a full-blown AI. It just means that maybe his programming was to learn human behavior and imitate human behavior okay. to complete his objectives. But I think that it, it let him have some free, cause you remember that scene that they cut out where he smiles? Yeah. Uh, yeah. At the table. Yeah. So that doesn't seem to me like that would be uh, part of his program. It seems like he would have been moving beyond his programming at that point, but I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe so. Maybe not. If you just go off of the, the normal cut of the movie, He's just a fucking robot, like like Cliff said. He just, you know, the only exception would be in uh in Genesis. Yeah, his, his father. I mean, his father, yeah, yeah. They, they, uh, oh, fuck name. I don't know. He fell in love with that. He, he became a father figure to that Linda Hamilton, uh, Sarah Connor. I haven't seen Genesis, so I don't know. Aaron, your uh, your your car is getting a lot of. Yep. Aaron's car is getting a lot of background noise. Oh, is that what it is? Okay, I thought Aaron was at home. Like, uh, no, he, he's driving. Oh, do I, do I need to leave? That's that's okay. I'll, I'll leave. Just uh, check back in when you when you get stopped somewhere. Uh, yeah. We run for an hour, so you can get back in. No, it's because it takes over an hour to get to Waco from Course Canada. Oh, you're in Course Canada. Yeah, boy, I was in Gorse Canada. I was, I was, you didn't hear me uh, talk about it because you weren't in the channel yet, but I was in um, something called the Oakwood Odyssey where uh, they tell the lives of people that are buried at the Oakwood Cemetery in Corsicana. Interesting. Okay. Was it, was it a lot? Was it good? Yeah, I, was Dr., I was Dr. Thomas A. Miller, very, um, very big figure in the Texas medical community. Wait, so if you, you ever want to Google. You had, what? you had to act it out? Yeah. That's why, why else would I be oh, down okay. here? I get you. Were, okay. So you were. Tomorrow, we're actually going to be outside in the cemetery, standing near the graves of the people that we are we are pretending to be. What do you say? Well, some of them, not all. What, do you do you refer to yourself in the uh, first person, or how, how do you how do you talk? How do you say it? No, there's a there's a script, and so everybody's got a script, and um, you know, you act it out like you're the character. So uh, there's some really uh, interesting people that are there. There, one guy was a moonshine bootlegger. Uh, another person was called a a, fapper, a flapper. She was um she was just a prominent lady that that got around in the social circle. Prostitute. And then there was a. Uh, what are you saying? No, she. Oh, no, 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 not that kind of getting around. Not, not that well, kind of like almost like. A, <laughs> no, I said the word "get around" and y'all immediately assume prostitution. Well, yeah, that's around? not what I meant by "get around." Get around. Like, well, I get around. I get around. Well, so it's an old school term, and um. There was another guy that was uh he ran in political office. He was a part of the 
the old Democratic Party, not the modern Democratic Party. Oh, you mean they were like the, the Democratic Party that put sheets over their heads and ran around at night and lived. Not, not that, not that. One. No, they were they were the pre, they were the precursors to the uh, populist party. The populist party. Let me finish. They were the precursors to the populist party. You you studied the populist party, right, Shane? Uh, I'm not too interested in the populist party. Yeah, you don't care because it's not uh, sensational. So uh, they were—I think they were called the the sons of uh, the freelancers or something like that. They had some weird name. Yeah, those are the I'll clan members. They were That's not the ones that we was we were. Well, he never he didn't mention any of that. Well, why? Would so if that I did happen, he didn't bring any of that up. Politically sensitive topic topic nowadays, but the truth is, hey, hey, down in course of Canada, you know, you get a medal for being part of the clan. I think. That's probably what it is, is celebration. No, no, I did not know any of that. Wait a minute now. I'm going to have to do my, my research on this one because I'll make sure these claims are substantial. Hey, I, wait, wait a second. Yeah. I'm telling Eric, you, the, Demo- how many, the Klan how was many black Democrat people were part of this. Yeah, probably none. <laughs> exactly. How many black people were part of this? Um, so it was, it, was all about, it was all about kids that came through the IWF home and people like uh, Judge Harlow. Judge Harlow is a judge that's buried in that cemetery and he shows up. As one of the characters, Does he play? Um, no. Well, that doesn't answer the question. <laughs> oh, I, oh, I know about that judge. He sends a lot of hangings to uh, black people. You you know about him, Cliff? Or are you just making that shit up? Right now, that's that's almost slanderous. <laughs> well, well, Cliff, Cliff asked you if any black people were involved in the play, and you said, "Well, Judge Harlow is in it," and it's like that's not yep. answering the question. <laughs> yeah, but that's not saying that you know. Whatever. None of that shit matters. I'm doing it again tomorrow, and we're going to be recording it again anyway. All right. uh, yeah, uh, bring your uh, – clean your robes, your white uh, sheets. I actually wear a doctor's coat because I'm a doctor. <laughs> is it you white? You got a costume is it white? for this? You got wardrobe? It's a doctor's so is it, coat. Is it Wait, white? What? what does that matter? Why, is, why does it matter what color it is? Well, well, I mean – I mean, if everybody shows up and they're wearing white clothes, if, if you show up in a green sheet, you know, that, that's not going to match. Yeah, sure. No, nobody's wearing white sheets. Nobody's wearing white costumes. But you. I'm wearing a doctor's coat. Wait, wait, wait. Your doctor's coat's not white? That's not what I said. I said I'm not wearing white sheets. No, we're all we're all dressed in great attire. Uh, yeah, we're not wearing white costumes. I'm wearing a doctor's coat. This is an actual coat. Hey, that's your costume, though. <laughs> that's white. No, no, I'm actually wearing a doctor's coat. Yeah, you that's took a doctor? <laughs> you took it from a doctor. Anyway, anyway, there's um a guy that plays the fiddle. There's a lady that sings. Uh, it was it was pretty interesting. Oh, uh, one of the ladies. going to be a minstrel show. I'm, I'm, I'm just going to keep talking. One of the ladies that was, <laughs> that was there. Um, her husband was in World War One, right? She's the character. She's not the actual not the actual person. Her husband went to World War One. And one of her kids went off because they thought that he had died. He was gone for so long and they didn't hear from him. One of her kids went off and he studied in Germany for some reason. He ended up becoming a judge in Germany in 1939. So it was really suspect what he was involved with. In. I mean, they don't, they really. don't know. You just told us about clan members and then you told us about Nazis. No, nobody oh, said anything about Nazis. Y'all are the ones that are insinuating that. Nobody said nothing about Klansmen being involved in this production. Nobody's dressing up in a steeple hat. Nobody's wearing or burning a cross. You, They're not you wearing white. You, you insinuated clan members when you were talking about, 
you know, political people in the 1800s. I, know, that's Canada. Canada. I mean, that's all it was. Just because it's Corsicana means it's got to be involved with KKK. Well, it was the Democrat. You said you said it was the the original Democratic Party. That's where we kind of got thrown off because we're like, yeah. okay, the OGs ran around on horses, scaring the shit out of people. Yeah, but you know that's that's not all Democratic Party members. They weren't all clans. I think they were. No, they weren't all clans. Check your facts, man. Where's Sarah? Where's our fact checker? Where's your wife at? I just want to know when the minstrel show starts. <laughs> uh, I, I don't really know what you said, but all right. <laughs> Damn it, boy! All right, I, I'm going because my car's loud. Enough, I'll, I'll shoe for the show. Yeah, shoe polish for, for the what? For the minstrel show, you know, so you can be in blackface. <laughs> oh no, 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 no! Ain't none of that happening. <laughs> well, make sure to uh, stick your phone in your pocket and record it for us so we can hear. No, I didn't. I didn't stick it in my pocket when I recorded it this time, and I'm not gonna stick it in my pocket when I record it next time. Did you record your own? Did you record your own part? I recorded the whole hour and a half. Okay, well, I guess we'll check it out. Or, or don't. You know, I don't care. Yeah. All right, y'all have a good night. All right, all right. Good. up when you get back home. That was all God, very damn, misleading, uh, Shane. <laughs> well, my thing is, is why the fuck do you call us when you're in your damn car? Wait till you get to the house. Did we that tell him that already? Or you know what he could do? He could pull in something. Just pull over. Just pull over. And then, and then he has to tell on. us about some racist stuff he's involved in. Well, I, just, know, I don't think he I, realized when he was saying all that. I don't think he realized what he was saying. Like, well, like, like, like you said, bro. he he went like how many black people were involved? Well, you know this guy. Like, well, no, that, that, he that's was not telling us about a judge who uh, sentenced him all to death behind yeah. it. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, awfully convenient that so, we had this. So, what's he saying? Was, hey, there's, there's no black people in Corsicana because of that judge. Probably. <laughs> so they went to the cemetery, stood around, and talk about the guy they're standing over. Yeah, I guess that's what they do. They go to their gravesite and they they act out who they were in life. And I don't know how I don't know who tells them the facts. I don't know where they get their facts from, but. Shit, I guess you could go stand over anybody's grave and make up a fucking story. <laughs> hey, Shane, what would you think if you're like in the afterlife and someone's like, and you saw someone like standing over your grave, like making up nonsense stories about you? <laughs> I'd be a little pissed, right? I'm Shane was like, a really tall man. Shane was like five five, you know? and I'd be like, no, no, I'm like shut the fuck up. Like it would be crazy. He loved to eat all kinds of sweets, you know. Yeah. I mean, you'd just be, you'd fucking your head would explode. You get so pissed. <laughs> That's like that situation where you you know somebody like uh, fakes their death or whatever, and then they listen to what people say afterwards, and they you know get all fucking weirded out by it. <laughs> but this is this is different though because they're purposely saying a story about you, and who knows if they're right or not? You know nobody knows nobody knows nobody knows about a damn judge in the '30s that fucking went to Germany and shit and became a Nazi. Nobody knows about that shit. <laughs> You know? Yeah, he's like, oh, we're gonna celebrate this person's life who who was in the KKK and this other guy who became a Nazi. <laughs> yeah, what's going on? Are, <laughs> you know, I I wanted to ask him who whose idea was this. He said it was some kind of organization or something. Yeah, the KKK but, um, organization. Yeah. Neo Nazis yeah. of America. It's like a new militia or something. Oh, I, I, it's probably the Aryan Brotherhood. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> Crazy shit, man. Well, anyway, see, if you listen to his podcast, he might have met the Aryan Brotherhood while he was in in jail. (laughs) 
Aaron's uh oh yeah, good. I mean, who knows what the hell happened while he was doing that? I think he said he just played cards all day. Um, <laughs> that's what Aaron gets for not listening to this shit. Anyways, uh, what were we talking hey, about? Oh, hey, we can record him with with our phone in our pocket. Yeah, Sorry. that's what he does. I was gonna say he the audio quality Aaron carries over into his own show. Like he's like he'll fucking Cliff. I'm not lying, man. The other day when he joined in, he was like fucking cooking a pizza, like. You could hear the unwrapper. You could hear putting it in the microwave. Hear the dog barking. Get the fork and yeah, spoon you know? clacking together and shit. He, like, he's getting his dishes put up. Yeah, and I, shit, I and guess he like... was putting his dishes up or doing something last time. I thought he was throwing marbles. I was like, what the hell is going on? You hear, you hear like a fan in the background. and Yeah, he's always got this fucking fan just blaring. <laughs> Dude, and his audio was like five times louder than both of y'all. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's that's been... I think that the, the issue with him being so loud, I think, is because of his uh, his carrier. Because he's, uh, but I don't know. I don't know if that's true or not. I, but I know, well, I know he's got way too much background noise going on. He is not conscious of of his surroundings, and uh, it just gets in the way sometimes. You know, I, and it's not just it's not just me and John picking on Aaron. Like everybody that listens to the podcast says something about it, like because they're like, "Oh, everything's fine until we hear that." <laughs> cutting in over everything yeah whenever we have heard that complaint many times already is we ain't gonna fix that problem like well you know (laughs) whenever well i gotta buy him the uh the microphone kit that daniel do you are you using the kit that daniel bought you john are you no uh i might get it this weekend uh when i go see go down to see daniel so all right well i'll I'll, i plan on getting here in the same thing and hopefully that fixes the problem can can he use a microphone in his car though no, he's going to have to be stationary. He's going to have to sit his ass down in a room and fucking record it like the rest of us do. <laughs> you know? You don't see me outside, like, riding around on my bicycle shit right now doing a podcast or fucking <laughs> walking down to the park. I mean, it's just it's ridiculous. <laughs> and you know he doesn't take it seriously. Daniel's called him out. Daniel's like, uh, you don't listen to the podcast, man. So Aaron doesn't remember. He can't, like, and it, it's it's tough as it is to remember what happened the night before. But Aaron, like, Cliff, I'm not shitting you, man. One night we were, t- we were. One of our uh, topics was to tell jokes, so we were all telling original jokes. And Aaron told a joke that was the exact same joke that John had told the night before. And Aaron <laughs> didn't know John had said it, and it was word for word the same damn thing. You can go back and listen to it. And it's like you're not even fucking paying attention, man. You know, I mean, we just went over, and he was Aaron was in the episode. It wasn't like he wasn't there. He was in there. And he, and he, as we're as he's telling this, I'm like. I just heard this shit. Like I, I literally. When did I hear? Oh, I just heard this yesterday, and that's part of my intro. Is me and John talking about that because it was so fucking bizarre and surreal that. But that's just because he just doesn't like he said. Uh, I don't care if y'all listen to it. Well, it's like how much are you putting into this? Because me and John, you know, we get on every you know every other night. We're getting on here and we're trying to come up with some interesting things. But Aaron just shows up, fucking makes a bunch of noise, fucking doesn't give a shit, <laughs> you know. And really, the only value you're looking at is, and I know I'm going on a tangent here about my brother, but like I said, he's not going to listen to this shit. And if he does, well, I, okay. I mean, I'm not lying, but he, uh, yeah, he just doesn't care. It's just it, it, the only value is when he gets angry. That's what's entertaining to people. Oh man, yeah, they love off. it. They love when y'all get mad at each other. That's gold. You know? Oh, I, th- I think so. it was getting hot about the KKK and the minstrel shows and the. Which he you didn't even well, know what that was. He was but he should have known. He'd keep the composure pretty good, you know. He, he should have known we weren't going to take that shit seriously. It's like, <laughs> all right, we get it. You're in a fucking play. It's a street play. Good. All right. That's great. You know, um, 
but I didn't know. I didn't know he was having to get wardrobe and he had to get a little costume or whatever. I'm just, I'd be curious. I'm a, I'm gonna actually listen to it to see how it was. I like how he told us it wasn't white. I'm like, wait, wait, what color is it? Yeah, yeah, you know, <laughs> you know, you know the deal. You know, he fucking went and got like a butcher's coat from Walmart or something, took it off the rack or something, put that on. I mean, who knows? Or he walked into an emergency room and just jacked one or something. <laughs> I, I, shit, I wanted to talk about uh, artificial intelligence, but we got off on that crazy ass shit. <laughs> well, he told me like moonshine and and racist judges or some shit. I'm like, okay, well, I like, I was like, well, I'm still looking for moonshine. I still haven't tried moonshine yet. I thought that was concerning to me, you know. Ladies of the night, the the flapper. Yeah, like, Aaron, you know what the fucking flapper is? You don't remember that term? <laughs> I thought flapper meant. A, a whore, you know, but I, you know, what do I know? I'd look it up. Well, if he was trying to be nice, he could have said a socialite, you know, or something like that. He didn't have to say fucking, you know, a flapper. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it sounded like it was a high grade quality people. Sounds like it was good, good citizens. Good, good, good white. Remember fun. their death. Good, good white fun they were having, you know. You know what? I mean, I kind of like Cliff's idea, you know, just to tell random fucking stories over their graves. Like, that's not true at all. Like, I think that would be fun. You just show up and you just stand at someone's grave. Oh, hello. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Mr. Green. Who's going to know? Who's going to know? Yeah. You can supposed like, to entertain stand over somebody's <laughs> grave and you just make up all kinds of shit. Like, oh, yeah, they're, you know, they were related to George Bush. And, you know, uh, he said he had some relationships with his wife and, you know, all this it's fucking going a weird ass tangent, you know. Same, I got I got two sons with my wife and my sister, you know. Uh, just or what? What if you run a smear campaign? Like, uh, well, you see, when I was a little kid, uh, Mister So and So told me to drop my pants, and he wanted to give me a quarter if I showed him a prize. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like uh, Shane's experienced this. <laughs> Well, so when me and uh, the first job I got outside of uh, a college was at Child Protective Services. Oh, okay. And you're not supposed to do this, but fuck it. I don't work there and whatever. But the first thing I did was looked up this guy that we went to school with. And there was all these rumors growing up about this crazy shit that was going on in his family. So I looked it up, you know, just to see. just Because I remember there was always issues. And, like, he'd get pulled out of school randomly and, like, People would be spreading all these just terrible rumors. Apparently, he took a shit in his yard one time when the bus was driving oh, by. Okay, that guy. Yeah. That, yeah, that, yeah. Yeah. You know who he is. Yeah. And he, uh, like when he first got on social media, he never, he, all of his uh, selfies were always, he had his shirt off. Like yep. he just, <clears throat> anyways, he, um, so I read, and what he would do, what prompted like all the crazy shit was his little brother would go to take a shower and he'd get in the shower with him. And he tells little brother, uh, if you sh- if you- if you show me your prize, I'll give you a quarter. <laughs> <laughs> he did that shit. He did that shit several times, and then that then he started like uh, just pissing on the floor uh, in the house, and then he'd take dumps out in the yard, and then like the uh, one day the school bus drove by and he ran outside butt naked, <laughs> like <laughs> bizarre behavior. Uh, he ended up having to do some time in uh in the juvenile, you know the. Uh, tyc and uh when he got out i guess i don't know what's happened to him since he was working uh at walmart for a long time and then uh i don't know what happened after that weird dude weird dude did he have, I think, did he have his girlfriend say, come over and, and jerk him off at the mcdonald's he did ha- he, he did have girlfriends which is weird 
It was weird. I don't, I don't know. They, they, they like the weird ones, I guess, you know, but I mean, I don't, I mean, I don't know what he made those women do. You got to think it's had to be like some shit like King Joffrey from Game of Thrones, where he's like, wants to shoot him in the ass with an arrow or something, you know, like he's not really interested in screwing him. He just wants to, I don't know. I don't fucking know. I don't know. It's weird. Weird man. Weird man. That's all I have to say about that guy. Weird guy. I'm not going to throw any names out there, but first name uh, rhymes with uh, 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 Candy. No, I'm, I'm, yeah. Can, yeah. Banny. Danny, like last name rhymes with uh, Deed. <laughs> <laughs> Brent Tom will be able to figure out who the fuck <laughs> But, um, yeah. Life in the small town. Right there. Yeah, that's a small town living. Yeah, where you celebrate the KKK at a theater Apparently place. So. Without, you celebrate without celebrating it. You're just telling a story, you know. <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of an awkward thing to think of, right? Standing over somebody's fucking grave, acting out of play, and then everybody's going around. And I don't know, man. I mean, I know Aaron needs work in the acting world, but shit, man, it's, you know, I don't know. Man, Starving the, artist, I guess. I'm going to put that on my tombstone. It's like, don't stand on my grave and act <laughs> like, don't pretend to be me. Don't stand on my grave and tell fake stories about me. <laughs> Just yeah. get off of me, don't lie. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. We had weird shit to do. Why? Who? Who would think that would be fun? Why would anybody want to enjoy that? How many? You know, how, how many people? Like, that's exactly what I want to do on a Friday night. Is travel. Well, to the I, yeah, I, I wanted to ask him like, what was the turnout? How many people actually showed up? Yeah, that's what I want to do. That watching that. Who came? People that just wanted to be in the play. Like you know, that's all it is. Who people came far and wide to see that? You know, I, I'd rather watch the chalice. Oh shit. You know, I actually I watched that the other day after we after we did our episode about it. <laughs> I laughed the whole fucking way through the damn thing. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, oh never mind. I was gonna say, "Where's Daniel at?" Like, oh, we got Daniel has to work tomorrow. Oh, oh yeah. I, I invited him. I guess he didn't want to join. Well, I think he's only on Tuesday and Wednesdays. He'll usually he'll want to do it because he's off on Tuesday and Wednesday things. Yeah. So. Last time he seemed a little distracted. He looks like he had some other stuff. So, something about some money getting withdrawn. He he bought some shit that he didn't. Like. Oh, it was a like it was that. a he was a package that didn't get that didn't get uh, delivered. Or yeah, something. and he was upset about yeah. it. He wanted to be on, but he was distracted by the money or some shit like that. Yeah, I get that. At least he was nice enough to be quiet about it while he was digging into things. Unlike my brother, who fucking doesn't give a shit. <laughs> and fucking drove through. I'm not. I'm not lying, guys. He drove through fucking Taco Bell yep. and ordered a meal while we were doing the podcast. <laughs> full, full thing. Like you hear the lady's voice, like "What you want, honey?" Like I mean, all the way through. You know, Did and it's you like tell her on. that she was being recorded. No, he didn't fucking tell her. He hasn't told anybody he's recorded that he's recording them. He sticks his phone off to the side, and whenever you hear it, it sounds all like it sounds it's all garbled and stuff. You can't hear anything because he's got it hidden where nobody can fucking hear it. You know? Almost criminal like trying to hide the hide the yeah. uh and, and then was, did did you notice when I asked him when I called him out on it just a few minutes ago where he's like, What's wrong with that? And it's like, bro, you, you're recording people without their consent and you're using their full name. You know? I mean, you can't do that kind of shit. Yeah, and the newspapers don't do that. No. Well, you expect okay, there's you know, there's a reasonable expectation if you're out in public and you're talking, you know, somebody could take a picture of you or something like that. Yeah, yeah or, of course. But a private conversation with an individual where you're asking about their fucking friends that died in Vietnam, I mean, I don't, I don't know if that guy wanted that information to be out there on the web, you know? I mean, how do you know? And 
And what if something's taken out of context? What if Aaron edited that? Well, I know he didn't because he wouldn't take the time to do that. But what if he did edit it? Or what if the guy changed his mind and was like, eh, I don't like that I said that, or, uh, you know, but he didn't agree to it. And Aaron didn't even give him the decency to hear it before he put it up there. Right. Mm. You know, I've had strangers on this show. We had a, a guy from India on here to talk about Flat Earth. It's one of the most ridiculous fucking things you'll ever hear. But we had him on, and we, but he agreed to it. You know, he knew what he was getting into. So, you know, which I hope he's okay. I hope he's not dead over there. Is there still no response from him? Mm-mm. Hey, what, what if he died and Aaron's now, like, standing on his grave? <laughs> he believed, I believed in the flat earth, you know. It's like, I'm an engineer from India, man. Like, I really believe this shit, man. Yeah, Jesus with that racist accent. Fucking crazy, man. Yeah. That's all you have to do, right? That, that, that Jamaican accent for an Indian person. Thank you. Come again. <laughs> Thank you. Come again. Did he really uh, sound like that? Well, you know, ad-libbing. No, he, he, I mean, he had, there were some words that you could tell, but I think he had to be in the, he had to work at a call center somewhere, customer support, because his English is pretty good. It's pretty good. He might be one of those British Indians, you know, like one of those guys that when England was ruling them. Hey, um, I, I know Indians, like... um. When they get to college, college is taught in English. Mm. Okay, well, that makes sense. So if, if he's ed- kind of educated, <laughs> he, he knows English. My uh, my Indian, I had one Indian professor in college, and that dude had no fucking chill. Like, he, he'd, we'd be sitting there, and he'd give us the formula and give us, like, tables because it was statistics, and they give you, like, a, they give you, like, a table sheet that gives you some basic formulas. And he's like, you know, you Americans are spoiled. You know, in India... They don't give you these tables. You have your tables here in your head and you don't get calculators. Your calculator is your pencil and your paper. And it's like, all right, man, we get it. And India is so great. Everybody <laughs> go to India to learn. <laughs> I mean, fucking people are flocking to do that shit. <laughs> they, they want to do it the hard way. That's fine. All right. Well, yeah. the right way, I guess they call it right. The right I've way. seen those. I've seen some documentaries about workers in India and like, it's, it's terrible. Like there's these, uh, a lot of your big shipping companies, you know, like the big boats, the big, big boats, the crate boats, when they're done with those boats, you know, instead of breaking them down, they just drive them right onto the beach in India and just fucking leave them there. <laughs> so, so you'll have these companies in India that want to scrap the metal. And they, I'm not shitting you guys. I, I saw a dude that was barefoot that walked out there on that rusty old metal and was with a blowtorch and was cutting up metal <laughs> to salvage it. It's fucking ridiculous, man. And there's like there's shit all in the air. Like he's got no breathing equipment on. He's just getting all this dust and rust and shit in the air and he's just fucking going to town, going to work. Yeah, India is one of those countries that there's like you can live pretty good, but you can also live pretty bad, you know? Yeah. Oh no, I saw a documentary about a whorehouse in India. Mm. And like they all lived in this it was this big city. Mm. They they all stayed in this like it was almost like a compound, but it was like a really thick apartment complex but it was kind of like open like it's kind of like a mix between a, an apartment and a hotel and an old school city it was all in one and the landlord was just one guy and all these whores are living in the in this building and they the, the i guess the mistress or whatever the ma- madam whatever she was this old lady that was too old to be a whore she uh <laughs> hey, didn't pay the guy. You, you never too didn't old the, guy the, the dues and he cut the power off he said i'm not cutting this power on until you pay me my money yeah. And so all these whores, like in mid fuck, like we're just like, hey, what's going on? <laughs> it's like people are screaming and shit because you don't know what the guys are doing and stuff. And I don't know, pretty crazy. 
Strange place to live. Was that a documentary or a porno? That, no, that was it was a documentary about. It was a documentary about women that go into that business and what it, what it's really like. Okay. They, they follow this chick. She she had just turned uh, seventeen, and her parents were like, "Look, you gotta go get a job." And she didn't want to do what they wanted her to do, so she's like, "Oh, I'm just gonna be a whore until I get the money to do what I want to do." <laughs> and they, she goes and she sees this lady, and the woman looks at her face and, like, the first thing she does is lifts her chin up and then she slaps her. And says, okay, kind of a, you know, you're a little bit of a baby face, but you'll do. You're kind of pretty. You'll make some money. And, uh, you know, just go over there and we'll, we'll, we'll walk, we'll get, get, uh, get you through the ropes. And she's fucking terrible, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Oh, my. Very dramatic. Yeah, that's India. Well, the, um, they did three places. They did a uh, whorehouse in India, they did one in Thailand, and they did one in, um, in Mexico. Oh Lord! And Tell me about the one the, in Mexico. And the Mexico one, it was—it literally was a hotel. It was like a Motel Six, but like a single-story Motel Six. And what the women do is they stand in the doorway in the motel, and they just stand there, and they're in their lingerie. And the guys drive around in their Chevys, and they just drive around doing a circle around the hotel. And they find one they want, you know, they park, they go in, do their deed, get in, and get out. Well, there was this uh, one group of kids, and they were like, I guess it was like their, uh, I don't know, they were on break or whatever. They like had the weekend off. And, I mean, and they, they weren't white kids. They were Mexican kids. And, um, and they're all laughing and shit because one of them is like a virgin. And they're like, you know, what you, and they're all talking. And one of the guys is like, I just want to eat a bush. I just want to eat somebody out. And they're like, what do you mean to eat somebody out? It's a whore. And the guy's like, I don't care. I just want to eat pussy. That's all I want to do. I just want to go eat some pussy. And this other guy, like, he's fucking this whore. Like, I mean, it's a hooker. And, like, this is, she's already fucked, like, three dudes in the, during the night. And he comes in for his, and, you know, it takes him about, like, three minutes to get off. And he's, like, telling the woman, he's like, oh, I love you. You know, you're so special to me. Can we can we just be together and, like, always do this? And she's like, no, honey, it don't work that way. I just need my money. <laughs> she's like, you were, you were good, honey. You were good. Like, you know, I need my fucking, you know. 20 pesos or whatever the fuck it is and get your ass on. Yeah, I don't know how much it was, but yeah. <laughs> that would be like two bucks. Yeah, it's like two dollars. I don't know. But uh, and then the Thailand one was like kind of the creepier one because uh, there was a bunch of old white dudes hanging around. Yeah. And like, you're like, what the fuck are you doing in Thailand? Well, all <laughs> and, that's what uh, they're doing. <laughs> well, you'd see them like, so the guy, you see guys like walking out in the street and what the Thailand strippers are not strippers, the, tri- the Thailand hookers they, uh, they have these little lasers, like these little green lasers, and they shine these pins on guys that they think will have money, and they're trying to, like, entice them to come up. And when you go up to the building, they have all the hookers, like, lined up in this room. like uh, It's like in a, a mini auditorium, and they're all sitting there, and you just pick the one you want behind the glass. You're just like, okay, yeah, that's the one I want. Behind and, the glass? Yeah, they have them. They're like animals. They're like in an aquarium. Like, they're just fucking sitting in this auditorium. Mm, like and they should they're, be. they're all just sitting there. And uh, they all they were they were interviewing. So the guys can't hear what the girls are saying. The girls can't hear what the guys are saying. So, you know, the creepy guys are like, oh, yeah, I like that one right there. I want, that's the one I want. She's nice and curvy. And then the other girls, when they go back to them, they're like, oh, I hope he doesn't have a big dick. I really don't want I just want the small dicks tonight. That's all I want. I don't want I don't want the big ones. And <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> well, and then what was really bizarre about Thailand is after they get done fucking the girls because they don't have boyfriends. They go get their own prostitutes to fuck. Like it's really bizarre. Like it's like why can't you just not do this and meet somebody normally? Why 
why do you have to get paid for sex and then he has to get paid for your money for sex? I mean, it's fucking bizarre. You're taking all the money that you just earned and giving it to this dude. Like, it's, it, was, it was weird. It was weird. Weird, weird documentary. Mm, it, it sounds very weird. What, yeah. what chat, what, what they show this on? Uh, it was on Netflix. No oh, shit. Yeah, if I can remember the title of it, I'll, I'll look and see if it's on there. The reason why I checked it out is because it, it, the one of the women's they kind of had to looking in the camera and looking all seductive and shit. And I was like, "Eh, let's see what it's about." And then sure enough, it's a fucking documentary about hookers. <laughs> it's weird, weird things to see. How are they in uh, Corsicana? They're fucking gross, man. You don't ever want to ask, ask my brother. We actually did a podcast with that. My brother got his dick sucked by one of those hookers in Corsicana. <laughs> Or like by, regularly by Mr. Then, by Mr. Black, you mean? Yeah, Mr. Black. Uh, this this chick, uh, uh, Cliff. We we grew up with her. Like she lived down the, the street from our house, and um, she had a reputation of being like really gross. Like she would come up to the water faucet to drink, and none of the kids would want to drink out of that faucet after she was done. They would go to a different one. Like they would go to the other end of the hall. Oh, she was like and, y'all's age. Yeah, a year younger than us. Oh, okay. A year younger than me. So she's. Uh, and then I think she got held back a year, so she was like, "Okay, okay, I, yeah." So anyway, she um was crazy, man, and she she got picked on quite a bit, and you know, just the, the family had a bad rep, and like you know, nobody ever went. They had a they set up one summer, and I've, I've told this story already on the episode, but one summer they set up one of those big above ground pools, like the big ones, right? And they were the only game in town with an above ground pool, the only house in the whole fucking town that had one of those damn things. And um, so we, as kids, you know, that's what we fucking, we wanted to fucking go play in it. And so nobody was there. None of the parents, nobody was there. We just jumped in the pool and we're having a good old time. We're fucking running around, splashing, playing and shit. No permission. We didn't ask anybody if we could go in there. We just jumped in. Well, she comes running outside in her swimsuit and she's like, you know, hey, let's go swimming. She jumps in and like, I'm not, I'm not like, scattered like cockroaches. We got the fuck out of there. We're like, no, gross. And, <laughs> And then her mom came out. She's like, y'all can't swim in her pool if you don't let her get in there. And we're like, uh. <laughs> and then like 10 years later, my brother's getting there to suck his dick in a fucking uh, shitty ass uh, uh, strip joint in fucking uh, Corsicana. Like fucking bizarre, man. Well, well, she was so nasty. Why, why was he going for her? I don't think he realized how gross she was. I think he was... I don't know. Maybe he just wanted somebody to suck his dick, and she was the only game available. How, how so. much it cost? What did he say, John? Was it was it fifty? Uh, I thought it was, I thought it was like twenty dollars. I thought it was less than that. Twenty five. The, the no, because she wanted. I think he wanted eighty, and he didn't have eighty. I think he had fifty, if I'm not mistaken. We'll we'll go back and listen to it. But it wasn't. It wasn't over a hundred. It was less than a hundred. In fact, that's, it was like a. That's um, weird when you can negotiate a price for a blowjob. My yeah, she, he. I know. I know he got her to drop twenty bucks. I know that much. He got her to drop twenty bucks off the price. Um, yeah, I mean she's a rough chick, man. I mean rough, dude. I mean, and you know, to work at a strip club and in a small town like that, what the fuck is going on with your life? Yeah, I, you know? I gotta ask a, an important question about all this, though. Hmm. Do you think um, when she dies, someone's gonna be standing on their grave <laughs> telling stories about her? <laughs> You think Aaron will go back and tell the story? <laughs> oh God, 
man. Hopefully say, they say nicer things about her, I guess. you know. Well, he said that she had to go by a different name as a stripper and a whore, apparently. But she didn't go by... Well, nobody of course, you're not going to go by your, your name. You, I mean, if, yeah. if, if you're a stripper, like so, those dudes like fall in love with you. And if you tell them your real name, they're going to be hitting you up on Facebook and looking you up and going to go to your house and stalk you. Come on. Yeah, that's true. I wonder why guys... Why would a guy... Because you know, I've been just I've been to strip clubs a few times. Why would a guy walk into a strip club and think that he could hook up with one of those dancers? Why would they think that? I don't well, know where that. I, I uh, Cliff, you remember him? His name was uh, oh, shit, I can't say his name. You must edit Black. You have to edit this out, Shane. Uh, remember Tommy? Yeah, did, did he work seafood? Yeah, no. Yeah. Remember that skinny guy, Tommy? Where do you he work? Did, he was a um, oh, he was a stalker for a little while. Mm, you got to give me more than that. Skinny, skinny white guy. Oh, has hair short. Had anger issues. I don't know. He worked. He oh, him and Rocky always hung out. I don't know even know who Rocky is. Damn, I thought you were there when Rocky was there. Maybe but, uh, you're talking about. Yeah, no. you're trying to tell me to remember something ten years ago. I don't remember, dude. Well, well, I remember he dated a uh, a stripper, and. He thought that was like the best thing in the world, you know, having a stripper girlfriend, you know. Did he meet her at the club? Shane, he had his own fucking table. He would go there so often, he had a fucking table at the club. We walked in there one day, and then he, was, he, was, he was like, hey, let's go to this strip club. I'm like, okay. So we all went there, and sure enough, the damn lady that we walked in said, oh, hey, Tommy, uh, your, ta- your table's occupied right now. And we just looked at Tommy like, Tommy, your table's occupied. He's like, what? Tommy. They know your fucking name in a strip club, and they know what table you like. <laughs> That's not a good thing, Tommy. Hey, hey, John. Hmm. What's worse, that or that um, your brother Daniel was on first name basis at the porn store? <laughs> no, no, you're a liar. Yeah. No, I, I, I went to a Dreamers with Daniel. <laughs> we walked in there. And they're like, oh, hi, Daniel. How's it going? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I was like, oh. And then I was, that was the first time I ever walked in there. And I was like, oh, crap. I was like, <laughs> I've been with this guy. You know, first first day basis, right? So another Damn. time I went there and I saw Kevin Banks there. <laughs> no way. And. I, I went up to him and I said, hey, how's it going? And then the dudes that worked there were like, oh, you know Kevin too? And I was like, oh, crap. <laughs> was was Kevin that cart pusher that always fucking begged for food and shit? No, no, this is the dude that uh, uh, worked in the, like lunch meat or something. Oh, okay, I guess I didn't know him. But I was like, oh, crap. <laughs> now I'm pegged with this dude too. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, you know, those places nothing, always nothing, a little nothing, weird. Nothing wrong with a little porn, you know. At least it's not it's cleaner than you know sleeping with a a stripper or a hooker, I guess. You know, it's kind of awkward though, right? Walking into a porn store, you know, and that and that was wasn't it always a little awkward. No, nah, not for me. I mean, I don't know. No, you didn't care. No, nah. I might have been in one maybe like three or four times. I might have been in a uh, in a I don't know a sex store to call them whatever porn store sex store to call them. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, I went with. See, it's 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 not so bad if you go with a chick, like a girl you're seeing. That then it's not so bad. Yeah, but, but if it's just like you by yourself, if you're going with, like, going with your buddies on first name basis, that's no good. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you're like, 
You got the uh, disc- he had the, the discount card. You had to punch the whole punch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Six point oh, you get the eighth one free. <laughs> got a fucking deluxe membership pass. <laughs> like, oh, you know, it's, it's buy two get one free just for you this weekend. You know that, right? Oh, twenty five percent off your birthday and shit. <laughs> can I get can I get big black jugs for, uh, for uh, on DVD, please? <laughs> of course, Daniel. We'll give you the, the Blu-ray version. <laughs> Daniel had a he kind of had a wide variety in porn taste, right? Wasn't it? No, no, it was always lesbians. It was pretty much lesbians, right? Uh, For I remember, yeah, it was pretty much lesbians. What I remember, it's usually blonde lesbians with brown skin. Hey, Daniel, ever tell you this? He told me that uh, he loaned a porno to his girlfriend's dad, and he never got it back. Oh shit! <laughs> I I hear about that. <clears throat> I'm like. How does this conversation come up? <laughs> hey, check this one out. You want to borrow it? <laughs> no, you know, I guess if you're just sitting there talking, you know, shit, who knows what the fuck could come up. I, I think Daniel's favorite, of all time favorite, was uh, was uh, Pirates. Oh, First that's one. that's the one that he loaned. Oh, shit. Well, damn, I'm mad too. You, got, you gave away your pirate? That's DVD, you know. That's the best that's one. The, <laughs> when I was, uh, when I was going to the, um, <laughs> When I was getting tested, you know, because we were, I didn't know if we would have fertility issues. I've told this story before, Cliff, like me and Sarah had, uh, it took us a long time to have kids. Right. I thought it was because I crashed my motorcycles and I hit the handlebar into my nuts and I thought I was <laughs> sterile because of that. So I had to go get myself checked to see if there was anything wrong with, you know, my, my semen, my sperm. Right. And uh, so when you do that, when you go in there, you know, you got to whack off in the doctor's office <laughs> and, um, uh, the first time I did it, well, they just said, hey, uh, you know, you just have to go in the bathroom and do it. And I'm like, okay. And they're like, you can go home if you want to, but you've got to get it up here within 20 minutes. And I'm like, oh, no, I'll just do it in the bathroom. They're like, are you sure? And I'm like, yeah, I think I can handle it. Well, the second time I went, they actually had a setup where you sit down in like a couch and they have a TV that they wheel in and they give you like uh, a selection of DVDs to choose. And <laughs> But one of them, like the DVD that was on, the guy was being like really aggressive with the chick. Like he was fucking pulling her hair and he was like, his face was all like, you know, mean and shit and was gritting his teeth. And I was like, what the fuck are they doing in this damn hospital? <laughs> what you kind know? of people you got coming in here who like this stuff? Yeah, you know, it's bizarre. And uh, it's not what I expected. I, I mean, I didn't know what I expected. I, th- I guess I thought it was going to be like a soft porn with like a woman in lingerie or something. I didn't know it was going to be fucking this dude like, come here, come here. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I'm fucking going to town on this bitch. Well, how awkward is that? How awkward is that that they will they will a a TV in for you? Like, here you go, Mister Rollins. Here's your selection right here. You know. Yeah. No, they walk you through what to do. I mean, they tell you what to do. They and it's like you know, enjoy. And they know what you did. They know what you did when you walked out of there. <laughs> and did that did that feel awkward the first time too? Like, yep, here it is. You know. <laughs> Um, I was, I was just so concerned whether or not I had anything. I was more interested in the results. The, the humility part of it really didn't bother me that much. Cause I was just hoping like, please don't let it be me. Like, don't let it be, it can't be, you know, my stuff. And, uh, it wasn't, thank God. But you know, it was just one of those things. Hey, where... when, you, when you gave the specimen to the, the lady, did she look at you like, this is all you got? Oh, <laughs> let me see if I, if I had any issues. Well, the way they do it. <laughs> There was 
the first time was the only time I actually had the hands give it to them. The other times, what they do is that you put it in a in a little box. Oh, okay. It's like a like their their room has like a, a two sided tray. Yeah, yeah. I and got you, you put yeah. you push it through the tray, and then they they take it out the other end. Uh, but one, I think the first time I did have to bring her the cup, and it was just like, here you go. Is that enough? And she's like, yeah, that's fine. And they just need like a tablespoon. They don't need much, you know. Uh, and if you haven't beat, and they tell you not to beat off in three days. So if you haven't beat off in three days, you're gonna give them a pretty decent sized load. Now, the thing is, is whether or not you, you have the sperm in your load. Like, it just depends. I can't believe we're sitting here fucking talking about load. <laughs> no, it's educational. You, you teach kids stuff. It's educational. Hey, if, if you're teaching kids stuff with this uh, podcast, I'm going to be have to ask those parents, like, why, why they listen to let their kids listen yeah, to Yeah, why the fuck would your kids listen to this shit? <laughs> I, think I, put, I think I put on all the episodes explicit content. So... I know that has to hurt our listenership, but shit, man, every other fucking word is, you know, fuck, shit, ass, bitch. I mean, it's just, you know. And, and not to mention, we got a guy on here talking about how you celebrate the Ku Klux Klan and Nazis. And- yeah, fucking Aaron's, Aaron's uh, racist history t- uh, tirade. You know, he didn't directly address any of the questions. We're like, do you know what you're saying? You're talking about the original Democratic Party. And he's, he was like, he made it a point. I'm talking about the real Democratic Party. <laughs> That we know, we know. We talk about we know the history. we're talking about rural Texas. Yeah, we know. <laughs> and he, and he's talking about you know the fucking this guy goes to Germany and becomes a judge and it's in the 30s and we're like, yeah, it's about the time of the Nazi Party. So <laughs> you know, yeah, you gonna look at so. you gonna look it up later, aren't you? See if it actually was a that kind of party. Oh, I'm sure it was, John. Had to have been, had to have been. Oh yeah, you're talking about te- rural Texas in that time, of course. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. That's what Democrats were back in those days. I mean, they've 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 changed. They've done like a one eighty. Like the the Southern Democrats, those are gone. Like Bill Clinton or Al Gore was probably the last real Southern Democrat. And uh, I don't I don't know if the man was racist. I don't know if he was or not. But historically, they have been. Um, but that that's they've they've changed that reputation. So, but uh, yeah, old racism. Oh, man. Yeah. I'm glad that's America for you. Yeah, uh, I'm glad. Well, I'm glad it gives a story about your uh, your semen ex- adventure. You know. Yeah. Well, like I said that whole that whole that, that whole experience, experience. I thought it was because maybe like that motorcycle crash. I thought it made me sterile. And did, did you hear that one, Cliff? By his motorcycle accident. I I just heard him tell it right now. Oh, so when I was I was probably about 16 and. uh my dad, my dad's kind of, I mean, you met my dad, yeah. right? Cliff? He's got poison ivy everywhere, right? Yeah, yeah. He's, he's a little bit, of, he's rough around the edges. And he's one of these, I'm not, I can't say he's an extreme, like, because he's not real, he's not real, like, physical. Like, he's not like the mountain climbing type, but he's more like the uh, ride fast cars type, you know, mm-hmm. ride ride motorcycles type. And um, I, I didn't know how to ride a motorcycle. I've never ridden a motorcycle. I've ridden a couple of dirt bikes. I've ridden a four wheeler, but I've never actually got on a big grown up motorcycle and tried to drive, ride it. And um, so I'm, we go over to my dad's house and uh, it wasn't really my dad's house. It was my aunt's house. My dad was staying with my aunt and uh, my dad's brother had a motorcycle there that my dad would use to go run around and, and do errands on that motorcycle. So it's me my sister, my brother, we're over at my dad's and um <clears throat> He's got the motorcycle out, and he's like, you want to learn how to ride? And I was like, yeah, man. So he's like, all right, well, it's, it's real easy. So he hops on it, 
And like he's like doing wheelies and shit and spinning out and driving around and laughing, having a good old time on the on the bike. And so I get the helmet, I put the helmet on. I'm like, Aaron, uh, make sure it's uh, buttoned up. And he goes and he puts the strap on, and I could tell he half-assed it. Like he didn't really. There was no pull. There was no give. And so I just tilted my head up, and the tin strap fell right out. And I was like, Aaron, you just killed me with this shit. Like I'm dead now because of this. And so we tightened it. We got it, put it on there right. I hopped on. My dad gives me a crash course. He's like, okay, here's the gas. Here's the clutch. Here's the brake. You know, here's the turn signal. And here's your gauges that you watch. And, you know, you just go. And you get ready to slow down. You just tap the brake a little bit. Don't tap it too hard. And, you know, just watch what you're doing. And, you know, just do a little circle real quick. So I hop on the motorcycle. I pull the gas. And we're cruising, man. We're going like about 10 miles an hour. You know, just, just puddling around along. And uh, the road's clear, and then it comes up to an intersection. It's about a block down the road, about a good football field down the road. And uh, it's time to turn. Well, I couldn't remember where the turn signal was. So I'm thinking, do I, do I, do I stick my hand out? Do I, what, what do I do? Because I don't, I don't know what to do. So instead of uh, trying to slow down and, and hit the brake, I fucking hit the gas. Like I revved up. And... I launched the motorcycle over a curb into somebody's telephone pole and the telephone pole was inside of a, was on the outside of a fence. The, the motorcycle goes up, crashes down on the ground. I fly up in the air, land on my back flat in front of the damn fence. And like, there was all these people standing outside watching every, all this shit go down. And my dad was like, later he was like, well, you know, all the fucking, you know, the Mexican people came out and they actually helped you. All the black people ran inside the house. They didn't fucking want to come out. And I was like, well, you know, shit, when I got up. Hey, well, I, I mean, I really don't blame them. I mean, I got KKK judges out yeah. there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, when I, when I went over the curb, the handlebars to the motorcycle went right into my nutsack. Oh. I mean, like right into it. Mm. And so what happened, when I landed on my back, first thing that hurt was I, the wind got knocked out of me because I landed like flat on my back. Mm. And then the second thing were when I stood up, I kind of had a little bit of back pain. But then my balls were just, like, fucking killing me. And I was like, my fucking balls, my fucking balls. Like, I was walking out in the street with this helmet on saying, my balls, the motorcycle's still going. The motorcycle's still spinning, kicking up dirt. So my dad, was he's, he's laughing at, at first. He's like, you okay? And he sees me stand up. He starts laughing. He's like, what the hell are you doing, man? And um, he goes and gets the motorcycle and, and walks it back in. And I limp into the house. My balls are turning turned fucking black and i got you know they're swollen they're black and fucking it's they're all i got scratches all around my crotch and shit and it's just fucking <laughs> misery so i lay in i lay on the couch he goes and gets an ice pack and i put an ice pack on my nutsack for about 45 minutes swelling went down and then uh left but you know it took about a week for all the blue initiative to go away from that area there. and um i just always thought after that because you know i'd I mean, I've had sex with a bunch of chicks and never wore a condom. And I just thought, well, fuck it. I was, I was, I'm sterile now. I'm just not going to have kids. And uh, so it was, that was kind of, I was more interested in that than I was when I was handing that lady that cup saying, you know, oh, hopefully I got enough in here. I was more like, hopefully there's something in there. Like, hopefully there's <laughs> that sperm in there. And I'm not just giving her blanks, you know. Hey, you, but, know, you, know, you know what it is, right? What is it? See, you you have told me I don't know if you told it on this podcast that you, you ain't ever jerked off till you're like eighteen nineteen years old. Yeah, I didn't know what it was. So really, you, you're probably just using all that stored up stuff from when you were like twelve to sixteen. <laughs> so when that's and then gone, it's gonna, when yeah. it's gone, then the real shit. So 
that's a fucking podcast for another day. I think we've hit on that before on here. My my unfortunate upbringing with sexual activity. My, I, I, my yeah, brother, I, I think we talked about that. <laughs> hey, well, real quick, John, you you were best friends with Shane, right? Yeah. And did you not figure out jerking off till you were like eighteen? Uh, no, I was probably younger than that. I was way younger than that. Why, why did why did you clue in Shane over here? Well, well, I didn't know that was about Shane's problem. Well, that Shane never did that. We don't ask about things. Hey, you ever jerked off? Hey, you want to go in the corner and jerk off together? You know. <laughs> the closest, the closest John would have gotten to that cliff is we were, uh, we were doing, we were at a track meet one year, and we were with a bunch of the seniors. We were, we were, we were in middle school. We were like in seventh or eighth grade. I was in eighth grade. John was in seventh, and. uh these seniors were out there standing around with us and uh, we'd go out walking and they used to always talk about, you know, you're jacking around, you're jacking around. And we'd be kind of, you know, just minding our own business. They're like, you know, you beat it last night, didn't you, Shane? Is that why your arm's getting a little weak? You're beating on it. And I, I, I thought that maybe they meant like you just, you grab it and I don't know, like you flick it or something. I didn't know. I didn't know that if you vibrated it strong enough with your hand in rapid fashion that you would cause that. I, I just didn't, I never put it together. Like, the clues were there, like the, the pieces of the puzzle were there. I just never connected the dots. I thought, because I would get, I mean, I would get erections, you know, you see something or, you know, because we had internet back then. So, I mean, it took forever for a thumbnail to load, but you would get a thumbnail and, uh, you know, I'd have it pulled up on the computer and I would get hard, but I didn't know, like, if I move this fast enough, it's going to fucking, this is what's going to happen. I, I didn't know. And nobody told me. And actually, I didn't even, I was having sex before finally. And I've told this before on the podcast, this chick I was dating, she was like, hey, uh, I called her one night and I was like, I can't sleep. And she's like, why can't you sleep? And I was like, I don't know. I just can't fucking sleep. She's like, well, why don't you beat off? And I'm like, what do you mean beat off? She's like, you know, play with it. And I was like, well, that's not going to make me go to sleep. And she's like, no, I mean, like, you know, like when we're having sex, like what we do. And I was like, oh, oh. And then, you know, the rest was history after that. Fucking in college, it was like three times a day, man. Fucking, I'd get up there. I was at, you know, uh, UTA, uh, uh, Cliff? Yeah. I was in the um, the old dormitory, Brazos, that old one. Yeah, the, yeah. Uh, the university hall, or the, um, where, where they have the breakfast and all that shit. Right. So I, I was up on the fourth floor, so nobody ever looked up there. So I had my window raised, and like chicks that I like from class, I'd see them walking out of the dorms. I'd fucking just fucking go into the <laughs> See them fucking walk across the way. Motherfucker just beating it raw. One time I did beat it raw, and I was like, "God damn, man! I didn't know you could beat it that much." You know, I'd fucking sit there. I'd go. I'd do that in the window. I'd get on my computer. I'd watch TV. I mean, like, how many fucking times a day can you sit there and just fucking beat off and not get anything accomplished? Didn't get anything done. Didn't get any studying done. Didn't get any learning. Just literally the whole day was spent to wasting life. Is what it was. Literally a waste of life. Well, speaking of waste of life, boys, we've hit our hour. We've accomplished our mission. Can't uh, believe you be up in front of a window. <laughs> yeah. Four stories I, up. Four stories up. I mean, you couldn't see me. I was sitting in a chair. So, I mean, they couldn't actually. It's not like I was standing with my dick hanging out the fucking window. I mean, I was sitting in a chair. Looking <laughs> you think it doesn't look weird that you just sit in a chair? Yeah. You know? Of course it fucking looked weird, man. <laughs> Nobody ever looked up, though. Nobody looks up. You know? Hey, I so, thought we were talking about AI. What happened? That? that was the plan. My plan was to fucking talk about artificial intelligence. I had all these questions. Well, lined well up. You, you did, and you got mad at Aaron, and then we went off on Aaron, then something about por- Daniel and Porno, first name <laughs> basis, and. Yeah. 
That's how the podcast goes, I guess. And hookers. And hookers, yeah. Well, hookers and stuff, so. well, guys, we made it to Friday. It's the weekend. Y'all got any big plans? Anybody doing anything? Some Mother's Day or anything? That's it. It's Mother's Day. Yeah, I got yeah, to take Mother's care Day. of mom, take care of the wife, and, you know. Exactly. Cliff, Cliff y'all got anything planned? Y'all going anywhere, doing anything? Mm, maybe tomorrow we might go to Scarborough Fair, depending on the weather. Oh, shit, man. We haven't been to that this year. We need to go at some point, too. John, what are y'all doing? Y'all doing anything? Just taking, anywhere? you know, just taking taking the wife out to eat and taking mom out to eat and hopefully taking maybe, going? you know, mother in law out to eat, you know, all that good stuff. So you're gonna go out to eat like three times? And we'll see what happens. I don't know. Like I said, we're trying to see what happens with mom. So mom just got diabetes, so she's all blue about stuff. You oh know? damn! Yeah, she's all you know. Well, she's just hanging well, Dan, out with Daniel. Daniel beat it. Daniel, Daniel beat it. She beat it. The what? Just hanging out with Daniel. Yeah, Daniel beat it, but mom's just still mad about it by getting diabetes. He's gonna be mad about it. Well, Daniel didn't yeah. beat it. He's still living with it, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Well, he didn't really talk about it more, you know. But you know, you just get mad. We you, she, she found that she can't, you know, a lot of bread and sweets and stuff, you know. So. Yeah. But you know. All right, guys. Well, uh, check us out at Be Beefing on Twitter, on Facebook. We're the Big Beefing Show. Thanks everybody for listening, uh, and we'll pick it up again on Monday. All right, have a good one. You too. All right, guys. Bye. Later.